welcome once again to another episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald, and joining me, of course, is my co-host, Matt Dudek. Hey there, everybody. Matt, you can find on Twitter at Horizon Matt. You can find us on Twitter as well at Horizon RT, assuming Twitter's still around. But you can always find us on the web at HorizonRoundtable.com. And be sure to subscribe to us wherever podcasts are found. And, and Matt, um, Feast Week was a mixed bag. You a know, very best, mixed bag. The best thing about this week is we played a lot of basketball. Yeah, like we not all of it was very good. I didn't say we played a lot of great basketball in the league. I just said we played a lot of it. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I mean the beginning of the week did not it was not good. I mean, except for um, so last Monday, you know, we we Detroit Mercy was still in their MT. A lot of lot of MTs this this past week. Hold on, but, for, but don't forget we recorded Sunday afternoon. There was three did. games on Sunday Sunday after we recorded that we have to even pick up. Oh Jesus! And they were all terrible. Again, I didn't say they were good things. I just said they were things we can't forget. I mean, Youngstown State losing to Navy, I did not have on my scorecard there. I watched that one. That was rough. That was brutal. And yeah, we'll talk about we'll talk about Youngstown State bouncing back, but man, that last game of that Navy MTE was was not a good scene for them. They got absolutely all. smoked in that game. That was weird. Now I gotta say though, I have to say on Sunday, you know, Milwaukee went to Iowa State and played Iowa State. Nobody really expected them, you know, nobody really expected an upset except for, you know, you know, Milwaukee fans. But, you know, Hi, they Jimmy. didn't play bad. Hi, Jimmy. Hi, Jimmy. Um, but they didn't play bad. They actually did not play bad. They only lost by 15. They didn't they consider. Didn't just, you know, so, they, they got beat by a better team. Okay. They, it was fine. they definitely did because I think Iowa State's kind of rolling this year, too, aren't they? Yeah, they're having themselves a nice little season. I'm not going to tell you I'm the biggest Iowa State uh, follower, but yeah, you know, seem to be having themselves a nice season. Good, they good are, yeah, it seems like they are, and um, they're definitely eating against the Horizon League. But um, going back to transitive property, Matt, um, Milwaukee fared infinitely better than IUPUI did. <laughs> they only lost by 15, so that's a I, I consider that progress. Um, and we'll talk about we'll talk a little bit more about Milwaukee later on in the podcast because uh, the, their spirits uh, turned up considerably um, at the end of this at the end of this week. Um, but yeah, but we got to talk about Green Bay. I was gonna say, you know, whose week never got better from Sunday all the way up through the end of it was Green Bay. Oh, okay. So Green Bay lost by twenty three to Utah Valley. It wasn't even really close at all. That's I mean, not a good loss, there, friends. It's it's not. Um, uh, we'll talk a little bit about green. What 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 else happened to Green Bay this week? But it's I hate to say they're in a situation where they're in must win games so early in the season, but they're in must win games because they haven't won any. Not to spoil the rest of the week for you, but they haven't won any. Um, I'm surprised that uh, they let Ryan come back from Jamaica. Yeah. Um, man, I I I feel I I. I don't know what to tell you on that one because it it wasn't bad and then it just got worse. I mean the entire the entire that entire whole thing at Montego Bay and by, and by the way I was very at least at least we at least we could watch that one on TV. At least I could watch that on a street on a streaming service and cost me money. At least we had that going for us. And this week we learned that's that's a that's a win. 
in itself. Oh, and you know what? Yeah, um, I gotta say, I mean, this week there were like three different streaming services. I've, I mean, one we've heard of that nobody ever, nobody likes, Flow, and then two other ones I've never even heard of before. So I'm like, okay. So yeah, that was Green Bay, and we'll we'll just jump to the second. Um, we'll just jump into the second uh, streaming service I'd never heard of, Baller TV, because they're the ones who broadcast the the Vegas Ocho slash Quattro, which Wright State played in uh, starting that uh, starting uh, last Monday, which they won by the way against Abilene Christian. I like Vegas, so, big Vegas I, fan just in general. And and yeah, it was kind of a uh, um, but yeah, it was a. Uh, Wright State was one of the few teams this week in the Horizon League that did okay in their MTEs. Everybody else, not so much. <laughs> uh, because we had Detroit Mercy that was wrapping up their whole thing at in Boca Raton. And that was a, man. They had lost to Florida Atlantic on the Saturday before. They were wrapping it up last Monday. I don't think, yeah, and they lost by like, ooh. They, they did not, they lost by like 10. Again, well, and they got pretty well beat in the second half too. You know that was they, they were down one at the half, and then they lost. You know, gave them another nine and yeah, in the second half. Like you know, like uh, they and uh, in spite of having Antoine Davis having twenty nine points and Jaden Stone having twenty four. I mean, we found uh, Detroit at long last has found that second scoring option. Unfortunately, it's just those two guys. It just seems like it's just those two guys. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about their other woes a little later on this week, but yeah. Um, but well, it kind of, I mean, it continually sets the tone, you know, their losses and Green Bay's losses. You want to say they're isolated incidents within the Horizon League and these tournaments? No, they're just not. Well, with Detroit, we've talked about finding those additional scores outside of Antoine. And I feel like most years with Antoine, you've had a second piece. It's yeah. finding a third piece. If they could find even a third piece that's serviceable, that's when they're pretty good. And yes, uh, and and I would think that they they I, you would have thought that they had somebody uh, already. I thought they you know because you've had Demezi Anderson pop up once in a while, you've had AJ Oliver pop in, but these guys haven't been consistent, and that's a problem. Not to mention EJ. Uh, I keep saying EJ, Gerald Liddell. Not to be confused with EJ Liddell from Ohio State. I did that twice already. It'll keep happening. It's going to keep happening. So Gerald Liddell um, is still not cleared to play for Detroit Mercy yet. I refuse um, to. I refuse to believe that he's just magically going to get eligible, like in the next week or two. If anything, it'll happen at. Uh, it'll happen at during the break. the break. During the break, exactly. Like. We're not gonna see. We're not gonna see him. By the way, we keep um, hearing that. Oh no, it, it, it's this week. Oh, he's traveling with the team. He, any minute. No, no, he's not. Well, obviously he's not. I mean, obviously you haven't straightened that shit out. So, sorry, I guess you haven't. Yeah. And it's really cost. It, it really hurts them in the middle too. I think. But. Yeah. But yeah, they you got they got to find that third scoring option. It's just not going very well for them. So. Um, but yeah, again, right state. Be dabbling Christian um, at, in Vegas for the first game of the Quattro slash Ocho slash 16. Slash 16. <laughs> 16 slash Ocho slash Quattro. Shout out to the Vegas 16 guy. You guys could have hooked us up with a Baller TV subscription for that week. I wish you would have. 
maybe next year when I'm sure you undoubtedly will be you will undoubtedly invite another Horizon League team and we will be there. We will go. In, I will be there. If no, if nobody else covers, I will be me. If you invite Oakland, that would be a bonus. Um, also, shout out to the uh, people running the Vegas Quattro here because it was better than the women's side of Vegas. Holy crap. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that Vegas invitation with the Mirage. What a – that sounded like a – I think the description that I had uh, – that I heard was the fire Festival of car, of college basketball tournaments. Yeah, when you're that, being compared was... to the fire festival, um, you need to look over your shoulder to see if Ja rules there. Not a good scene, man. Yeah, that that's rough. But uh, you know, the right state seemed to have themselves a nice little uh, MTE going here. That was cool. Well, I mean, we also know we also know that you know that the Ocho wouldn't do us do our do our teams dirty either Never. because we'd fi- because we'd find them. They know where we are, and they know who we are, and they know we're not we're not quiet about it either. So yeah, good 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 to forget for you guys for putting on a solid for putting on a solid show for not being as bad as the women's side in Vegas. Great job. Yeah, I mean that's that's a really below bar to clear, but you know I'm glad you cleared it. But we cleared least. it nonetheless. You did, you did clear it, so that's good. Um, so yeah, we had one more game that day, uh, that evening, um, Florida Gulf Coast beat Northern Kentucky by 21, um, Dunk City, Dunk City just went all over, it's, oh, yeah, uh, another, we'll talk a little bit about, you know, yeah, it was not good for, yeah, Northern Kentucky did terrible too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's a Fi's explanation of you your expect i mean we have our expectations of this conference and you would think that the that the team that has been that it was picked for a share that was one of the picks to win the conference would not lose by 21 to dunk city i mean no nothing against dunk city but come on man you're killing me here that that's a game that i would have thought that Northern Kentucky would have been in more and probably won. Yeah, I mean, it, well, no. What's what's even worse is that this is you know they're they're coming off of this, you know they're 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 riding high off of the win at home against Cincinnati, and then they just lay this giant egg in Florida, and it was a giant egg. So I mean that's, and again, not really the I mean. Which, but I to to in Northern Kentucky's defense, they they do have some issues uh, health wise. Um, Sam Vinson is still dealing with some problems. Um, he I know he's he's had I guess he's had a lingering what a, what is it an ankle injury I believe he's had um, that he's still trying to work out. He's missed a couple games too, so uh, yeah, that, that's, that's gonna that's gonna of course affect that team and and keep them yeah. from being at their at their best right now. Yeah, it really is, and so yeah, I think that 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 twenty one win, uh, that twenty one point loss to Florida Gulf Coast kind of set the tone for them for the rest of their MTE in Florida. Because the very next day, book segueing to Tuesday, hey, they lost the UT Arlington by five, six five four points. Whoops. So yeah, that was problematic for them. Again, can't watch it flow. So, but the, the good news in the, at least in that game, Sam Vincent did play, although sparingly, he only got he only played twenty six minutes in that game. But he made an appearance though. 
he did make an appearance. Um, probably not his best one. You could tell the injury is really hurting him because he was two for 13 uh, against UT Arlington. So, yeah, um, he, he's he's quite uh, – yeah, he, he's having some – you know it's got to be affecting him, which is probably why later on in the week we didn't see him. Well, we're at some point we're going to talk about some injuries throughout the league. So uh, that's that's just the first one. Yeah, one of many. That is true. Yeah, uh, it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, we shouldn't be surprised that the injury bug is biting people already. It happens. But but Good yeah, time I mean, for it before. before I mean, conference. it's a non-conference. You know, the you know, shake it off, and hopefully you don't have to worry about it later on this uh, later on down the road. But um, uh, Detroit Mercy ends up losing. Uh, and by the way, I'm sorry, I. Not all the games at Wright State fared very well in Vegas because uh, Wright State lost to UC Riverside. Again, they did. They kept once it again, close. you know what? No, but once again, it was a game they were ahead and then they just kind of coughed it up at the end. So yeah, problematic. They they that was a game they could have. That game, I that game with UC Riverside, I kind of chalk up to the same situation they had with Davidson where they had a chance to win and they didn't they had they had an opportunity to win that game at Riverside they have an opportunity to win against Davidson I mean realistically Wright State should be should be pretty well undefeated right now pretty if cool. not for two games where they you know they they that last few the last couple of minutes of those games kind of you know what wasn't positive for uh, Wright State coming out of that game though is uh Brandon Knoll Double double, Brent. like yeah, absolutely. The big man, the big man factory's cranking. Yes, it is. And oh, by the way, I did not know this. Um, and by the way, uh, the Horizon League is classifying him as a as a freshman, which is makes sense because we have never seen him ever play in a college basketball game. So yeah, he does qualify as a freshman. He's a, yeah. he's been at Wright State for like three years, but he's sure he's a freshman. He's got the he's got a freshman eligibility. So there you go. Um, but yeah, double double for him. Uh, he was freshman of the week too, by the way. I'm good with it. That's how. I, that's the only reason I know he's. He, you know, Horizon League classifies him as a freshman <laughs> because they they named him freshman of the week. That that's a as really they, that's a good way to gauge that actually. So good call. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, well, with everybody, you know, with all the eligibility and you know people coming and going, it's really hard to tell who's got eligibility and who qualifies for what anymore. So well, here's. I mean, I know we're gonna get to them, but like. I, like you said, it's so hard to keep track of eligibilities. Can you believe that Trey Townsend's only a sophomore? Holy crap! Really? It seems like he's been at Oakland for a million years. And Blake Lampman's only a junior, and he's been there for like thirty years. I mean, doesn't he have his PhD already? I mean, damn. Probably because the kid's super smart. Anyway, we'll get to Oakland later. But like, those are the ones that come to mind for me. Where it's like, I feel like we've been covering these kids forever. Yeah. It, well, yeah, that's true. It's well, I mean. COVID, COVID has stretched our time out for a long time. What is time? We have no concept of time here. So, um, But Tuesday was not all bad because Purdue, Fort Wayne, beat Eastern Michigan in Cancun. So that was good. Transitive property, that was... transitive property. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they won by seven, by the way. So. And Oakland beat them by what? Just a couple. So uh, yeah. Purdue's a couple points better than Oakland right now. That seems relevant yeah, so... getting into what we'll talk about at the end of this podcast. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it, it did not appear that Imani Bates fared as well against Purdue-Fort Wayne as he did against uh, against Oakland. 
it did not seem like that ended that, that he fared as well. He did get to, he got 16 points, but uh, it just seemed like it was. But then again, you know, we're getting the second hand because Cancun Cancun was broadcasting on flow. We can't even really confirm the game happened. None of us watched it, so we're just going to assume that. I mean, realistically, I mean, like Tuesday was a nightmare because Tuesday, you know, we had flow, flow, and the baller TV. And by the way, again, Vegas Quattro folks, if you're listening, hook us up next year, man, for real. We need that. We need the hookup. Yeah. Then we get to the day. Then we get to the, to the day before Thanksgiving. Huge game. A huge week. You know, huge day because we have. Uh, we had Wright State and uh, we had Wright State and Purdue Fort Wayne uh, wrapping up their MTEs, and then IUPUI starting there was in New Orleans. I think you already know how that one ends. Um, yeah, so so Purdue Fort Wayne ends up losing to Southern Mississippi in the uh, in their last game in Cancun. I don't consider that really a bad loss because Southern Mississippi was undefeated going into that game, and I think they're still pretty. Uh, they're still pretty, I think they're still undefeated if I'm not mistaken. It's not a bad loss. I'd like to have seen them keep it a little closer, but I mean, yeah, on the surface, you know, you see some, I mean, Southern Mississippi doesn't have a terrible team. They have a very good team. So I'm not like, I would have liked it. I mean, for, again, for a team we want to, we, that is picked to one of the picks to win the horizon league. Yes. You would like to have seen them win, but you're not really losing any sleep over it. No, it's fine. It's this is fine. This is what we've come to expect and accept for lack of better words. Yeah. I mean, that sounds crappy, but yeah. Yeah. But um, so, yeah. And then Northern Kentucky, you know, finished up their, uh, their Florida trip uh, defeated. Lost to a a really good Toledo team. Yeah. I mean, this Toledo team is, I mean, we saw them against Oakland. They are a really, really, really good mid-major team. And well, they put it to Northern Kentucky pretty hard. Yeah. Northern. Yeah. So you can't really, yeah, you can't really. Yeah. And funny enough, the, uh, the leading scorer in that game, our, our old friend, Seth Milner, the former Cleveland state player. And, uh, as you'd kind of mentioned, um, uh, no, Sam Vincent, no, Sam Vincent. That uh no not and not in this game no he was not playing in that game and with that Northern Kentucky only won eight deep which is pretty unusual for Northern Kentucky to to play, play and we'll talk and we'll actually talk a little bit about this uh, later on in the podcast because uh, it seems like Darren Horn's making some for has been is going is making some kind of rotational changes one of the things he that we did see. That did happen during this Toledo game. We saw L.J. Wells for the first time, who and the end, he he responded to his uh, appearance by scoring 20 points and grabbing seven boards. So he did relative, he did very well against a very tough uh, Toledo team that again is I, I believe they are picked to finish. Uh, I think they are picked to win the MAC. So yeah, they're they're a real good team. I know they're in the mid major top 25 pretty yeah. high up there. So they're a good would, team. Yeah. Again, I would have liked it, you know, as a team that is one of the picks to, you know, one of the picks to win the Horizon League. I wish I would have seen more of that. Uh, but I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, so they they were. I, I think uh, I, I I think Northern Kentucky fan was definitely expecting, especially after that Cincinnati win, to do a lot better in their MTE. They went 0-3. 
Um, if you, you know, they went winless in their MTE, which is a theme that seems to, uh, that, which is a theme, incidentally, that seems to uh, that we're going to hear a lot of this week in the Horizon League. There's a few instances of that, and Northern Kentucky is the one that actually surprises me the most out of all of them that threw an offer in their MTE. Yeah. yeah. I, I still think Northern Kentucky is a good team. Obviously, Sam Vincent's a big part of that, and they need him healthy. Yes. Um, but I, I still think they're a good team. So, I, you know, again, losing to Toledo, no big deal. But I, yeah. I really expected a little bit more out of Northern Kentucky in, their, in this MTE. I, as did I, as did I, um, and I, and again, we not to mitigate the, you know, not to downplay, not to make too much about the Sam Vincent injury, but it, I mean, it had to help, it had to hurt, it had to hurt rotation wise, and I mean, it, it is, you know, and you definitely got to be against a team like Toledo, you got to play, you got to play top notch, and when you're missing the guy due to injury. That's gonna really hamper everything. That's true. So, and we had some home games on Wednesday too, by the way. Uh, so we had uh, Charlotte coming to uh, Callahan to play Detroit Mercy. I'm convinced that Detroit Mercy is not going to lose at Callahan this year. I'm, I mean, they're not going to win anywhere else besides maybe IUPUI and Green Bay, but they're definitely not losing at Callahan. It, it's a weird team. I mean, but again, if you even just looking even in the box score, you know, you had Antoine Davis, you had. Um, I mean, Antoine did most of the heavy heavy lifting here, and then there's just not not much else coming with him. Like, and I don't think that's going to be a recipe for for wins here. In the case, of, I mean, to be fair, in the case of Charlotte, it didn't make a difference. And by the way, they're playing Charlotte again in December. I don't hey, know where that. So much I, fun the first time, we'll do it again. Yeah, they're going to Charlotte to play Charlotte, so that's uh, we're I've I rarely see teams that play each other in the non-conference twice, but I guess we're doing it. So, All right. Hey, I was happy Cleveland State beat Chicago State. Technically, that's an MTE, too, by the way, apparently. <laughs> Cleveland State? I mean, took, Chicago State's been kind of a litmus test. You know, they beat IUPUI. They also beat Valpo, they, which is no yeah. longer in the horizon, but that was kind of weird. But so Chicago State's been a weird little litmus test. Cleveland State passed it. Great. Yeah. One by – yeah, one by uh, – one by fourteen, and they were really never. They were really never. You know, they, they kind of kept. The and they were tied at the half, and then Cleveland State put in another gear and ran away. Yeah, made me a little nervous at half after half, though before the half. So yeah, um, five, five players in, in double digit scoring for Cleveland State. That that's a, that's a good day, kind of moving it around. I uh, think Sp- that Spider that's, was almost in double digits himself. So, I yeah. Mean, I think it was a yeah. I think that's gonna be the formula with Cleveland State. It's gonna be five guys hitting double digits, and it's not gonna really. And honestly, it's gonna be different five guys every time. <laughs> I think one thing to watch out for though in uh, Chicago State, you, I mean, the, in this game with Chicago State, you got to see it is um they got heavily out rebounded, and I think that's gonna be an Achilles heel for Cleveland State this year as well. That's interesting that this would be an issue with this Cleveland State team though. That that I that I find and. Um, that I find kind of strange given who they have up front because they got Spider, they got Tristan, they got, they got Tate Williams, who's got some size. I mean, they're, they're a big front. I mean, six, seven, six, eight, six, nine. And in the horizon league, you know, outside of Wright state, I mean, they should uh, be able to outsize people, but yeah. it seems to be like that might be a thing. Something, that, something to watch might, out for. Although we'll 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 talk a little bit a lot about their uh, other game uh, over the weekend, and uh, well, we'll see if they improved. A little We're bit. trucking along here. 
we are trucking along. Um, yeah, so so Milwaukee had a home game um, where they, they lost to St. Thomas. Yeah, they did. Honestly, by yeah, they lost by four to St. Thomas. St. Thomas is probably going to be running the Summit League in a couple years. St. Thomas I, is coming in strong, man. Like. What I mean, it's amazing because yeah, well, the funny part I think because they, they 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 did were they are a crazy school because they transitioned from division three to division one. They said screw division two, we're going to division one, uh, and the Summit League said come on in and embrace them with open arms. I think it's interesting that in that game, Milwaukee. I mean, this was a close game, and Milwaukee yes. had fourteen deep. Yeah, I don't know if they were meaning to do that, but that's what they did. I mean, only, I mean, you had one uh, one player that pretty much had no real stat line, didn't really exist, but the rest of them, I mean, that's still really 10 deep. In a game that that's tight, that's that's interesting. You don't see that often. Uh, no, you don't. It's, yeah, that's, it's interesting. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised by that myself, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we had, we had a, uh, and by the way, uh, on uh, on St. Thomas's team, he only played seven minutes and didn't score anything. Or I think the only thing he did was foul once. And uh, Courtney Brown Jr., remember that guy? I do. Milwaukee fans do, I'm sure. Hi, Jimmy. <laughs> but yeah, um, and that actually is. I think that's the first of a few uh, Summit League, Horizon League games. Uh, that we saw this week. And I, I, I think we need to start pushing for that summit league horizon league challenge at some point in time. Again, I know it was ready. supposed to happen during the COVID uh, before COVID hit and then it got scrapped. I am disappointed. It needs to happen. If for no other reason is that we have to have a mega podcast with us reaching the summit guys. Absolutely. I know. So, yeah, I mean, we need to, that needs to happen at some point. I'm not sure Horizon fans would like how that would go, but that's a different conversation. I for don't a care. <laughs> well, it you know be, what? It'll be, you know what? It'll be fun for us, okay? That's all that counts. It'll be fun for us. You know what, Bob? That's the perfect transition, though, because there, we did have a a Summit Horizon League matchup that we can discuss too. We, you know, we we have one yes, more. we do because it was uh, IUPUI in Denver in New Orleans. Yeah, ah. that didn't that didn't go well either. Well, of course it didn't. They lost by twenty two. Um, I think that I yeah um but we we all we didn't want to paper over Wright State beating Weber State by 22 in, in the last game of the Ocho. Ah yes, that's a good one. That good was win. a good one. Nice bounce back. And again, Brandon O. Brandon O. Yeah, exactly. Big man, big man factories cranking down there in uh, Dayton out of the Nutter Center. Incidentally, while everybody was having uh yeah segueing over to Thanksgiving, there was only one game. It was IUPUI, and they lost by three. And Bryce Monroe came out of nowhere to score 29. It's a good, big game out of him. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I, I do my best to keep up. I miss this game with Thanksgiving. Honestly, I mean, I think we tweeted it out that we were probably going to miss this game. Yeah. I mean, I, I did. did. We shouldn't have missed it because apparently, you know, Bryce Monroe went off 13 for 20, 29 points, 7 assists. Where's this guy been the whole time? You know what I'm finding interesting with IUPUI, and I, I'm not going to tell you that I've followed a ton and I know everything, but it's interesting to see um, Boston Stanton and uh, Jonah Carrasco 
being really kind of non-factors on the squad after really kind of leading them last year, even before, you know, before injury. For well, kind of being the only ones really. Yeah. They, cause well, but even when they, had, even when they had a full squad, Carrasco was a big part of that team last year. He was kind of leading yeah. things statistically. Yeah. Now he's at me, you know, against new Orleans, he only played eight minutes. Boston Stanton only played two. I mean, and those were the guys who stayed. Yeah. That's, so. that's I, I, I mean, I, I had Carrasco, I think in my third team, just tr- looking for an IUPUI um, representative, and that's uh, that's looking like a terrible pick. I know. I yeah, I would have thought so, but I guess we were uh, not correct, evidently. So, yeah, it happens around here every every now and then. Speaking of incidentally, speaking of, uh, wait a minute, hold a second. I want to make sure I get this right because I'm pretty sure he's there. No, he's not. Never mind. I I was thinking. It, well, I was thinking of where Chooks Izatua went. I, for some reason, I thought it was Long Beach State. It is not. It is uh, not. It is not. But I did want to say I was gonna like that was gonna be the perfect segue into Friday where Oakland lost to them. The, the, that they did. Oakland. I mean, it's not. I mean, I want to say perfect. It's not even remotely close. Spoiler alert: Oakland had a terrible time in the Bahamas. Terrible. Yeah, that was. That was not good. Yeah, Bahamas were not kind to. Uh, yeah, the Bahamas were not kind. I to. hope the weather was great and that they had a great time because on the court they were not good. Yeah. Um. Friday, the day after Thanksgiving was bad for the Horizon League because you know Detroit Mercy went to Wazoo, it went to Washington State and got destroyed. That was not fun. IUPUI, you know, you would thought they would have had some momentum with only losing by three points to, to New Orleans. They didn't turn around and lose by 21 to the Citadel. You know, Oakland loses to Long Beach State. Robert Morris loses to Mercer in Savannah. It was not a good, yeah. Day after Thanksgiving was not good for them. Well, it's some really bad Horizon League basketball on Friday. And oh, by the way, uh, yeah, and oh, by the way, you know that theme of the the windless MTEs, yeah. Um, I, I MTEs, I, you know, why don't we just call them empties because that's what they were. They were winless. They were they were devoid of any meaning for us. <laughs> yeah, Friday was bad, and I would say let's just jump to Saturday. But Saturday wasn't. Well, Saturday was a little better. A no, little Saturday, better. Well, not good for Oakland because they lost they, San Jose State. I guess they're going up and down the. They're going up and down the California. Yeah, they're going up the California down the California coast by way of the Bahamas. You know so, who was really, really, really probably, I, I have to assume, was super the most excited person for that San Jose State win over Oakland? This, who would that be? That would be former Oakland Athletic Director, now San Jose State Athletic De- Director, Jeff Konya. Uh, I have to I, imagine that that tasted delicious. I'm sure it did. I do not doubt it. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, you got to see a little bit of Jalen Moore for Oakland. You know, we talked about Sam Vincent's injury and how that's affecting Northern Northern Kentucky. There is no denying that uh, Jalen Moore injury, um, his ankle um, is bad and it's a known thing. And it's going to be a couple weeks until he needs a couple weeks off and getting into a break. You know, he's going to get that time. But right now he's playing on a bum ankle and that's really holding him down. And uh, Rocket Watts is playing with some. I, I have not seen the pictures, but I've been told it's disgusting. Like these blisters on his foot. They're yeah. gruesome. So okay, because we're gonna have right. to. Yeah, we need to. Re- yeah, I was gonna redress that because he only played eight minutes against San Jose State and didn't score. He he shot the ball three. Yeah, that's. I mean, do we have a timetable on that, or is he? Is this just? Gonna, are we? Are they just holding out for the, the that break during? They're holding Christmas? out for that two week two week break there essentially. 
yikes. That is it's gonna be they've, it's gonna be they've got a limp be into a rough this sledding week. for them. Yeah, they're gonna limp through this week in, in conference play and kinda of go from there. Well, yeah, well, it's not going to really help them that one of the teams they play is the his Purdue-Fort Wayne, which is at full strength. That's correct. That's also, not going to go well. And also a Cleveland State team that I'm not so sure they get out of out of the Wolstein Center alive with. Well, but speaking of Cleveland State, at least on, uh, you know, this, this past week that we're recapping, they destroyed Western Michigan. They Just did. Yeah, it, they won by 22, but man, it wasn't even that close because the last 10 minutes of the game they were playing, uh, they were playing like, they were playing like the back of the guys at the back of the bench. I mean, that was, it was, I was amazed by how efficient that Cleveland State was because I'm not used to that. I'm, I'm definitely not been used to that throughout the first, you know, the first few games of the Daniel Robinson era. But I, again, as I mentioned, as I mentioned before, I'm glad Dennis Gates kept the defense at Cleveland State. (laughs) I'm glad he just, he kept that there. Glad he didn't take it with him. I mean, it sounds like, I can be honest with you, I think he might've taken it with him and then a whole bunch of other stuff because I think Mizzou is undefeated now, but... Did well, I mention was, I missed Dennis Gates? <laughs> I, I don't blame you. What we did see out of Western Michigan, though, is we saw the return of two former Horizon Leaguers who did Indeed not have Indeed, we did, games. and they did not have good. Yeah, we had uh, we had Trey Maddox, who was who played 30 minutes and had five points, and Tafari Sims, who played 12 minutes and got two points. Yeah. Well, not, not great games for them. Well, what was amazing about this game is that the key for Western Michigan, their big guy is is Lamar Moore, Lamar Norman Jr. He's their scoring machine. They neutralized him. He was, ba- I mean, he got 13 points, and I think he got a few of those points near the end of the game where I didn't understand why they were he was even in the game at that point. So yeah, it was it was pretty yeah they they pretty much checked him that entire time between I think it was and they they hit him with everybody they hit him with uh, Yael Hill. Deshaun Parker, I think Drew Louder was on him on a few times. And by the way, Drew Louder was unconscious during this game, too. I couldn't believe it. He's six for nine. I mean, I know we've had conversations about uh, the streaky shooting for Drew Louder. That, I did not see that at all this game. He was, he was absolutely, he was, he was exactly who we were looking for. You got to feed your hot hand there, you know? Absolutely. And he was hot, which is great. Hope that lasts. I don't know and if it will, but, you know, we, what can uh, help? We, we mentioned this previously. We had another Horizon League Summit showdown. Indeed, we did. Love those. Yes. This one, this one went the way of the Horizon League with Youngstown State topping Western Illinois by Young, uh, Yeah, Youngstown four. State. Yeah, Youngstown State definitely bounced back from that Navy game. Um, shout out to our old friend uh, Rob Jeter over there. Hi, Rob. What's up, Rob? How you doing? Um, yeah, I... So we got to talk about Malik Green a little bit because Malik Green has been a pretty consistent, prolific scorer for Youngstown State um, this in, this early on in the season. And I know he was a Canisius. I know I think we talked a little bit about how he was, uh, how prolific he was in, in you know at Canisius, and he has carried forward with that because he got twenty one against uh, he got twenty one against Western. And our our old friend uh, Adrian Nelson got another double double. That's kind of what he does. It's, it's kind. Of, it's always what he does, and 
It's was a, this, yeah. Was this game actually played in Macomb, which is uh, uh, Western Illinois? It was not. It was actually played. It no, it was. It was in Macomb. I'm sorry. You are correct. It was in. Macomb. Okay, I, I, I was just making sure. I wasn't sure if this was a neutral site that I was missing. Or... No, nope, okay, it cause... was a, It was an actual road game. I, I'm looking at the attendance on that, and that is just sad. 431. That's like. Oh. Is that, is that for real? Yikes! I was really hoping you would tell you were going to tell me that was a neutral site game or something. It was not. That, it was. That it, was a, it was a. It was a. Is a true road game for Youngstown State. And by the way, I like to point out the fact that. Over the, during the during the Jared Calhoun era, road games have not been very good for Youngstown State. They've done they've actually done pretty well this season on the road, so um, that's good for them. Um, oh, and man, Robert Morris was so close to winning a game in Savannah, so very close, so close, and then they lost. And then they didn't. And then they didn't. They were they so sure close. Tried. They, they did, and it just didn't happen. I, I feel so bad. I, I feel bad for them because that, that was definitely one they should have won. Um, oh, you know who I feel bad for? Who do you feel bad for? Uh, well, I don't know if I feel bad, but sucks to be a Green Bay fan. Oh, man. Again, still. <laughs> the one team UIC agreed to play out of the Horizon League. <laughs> they I said, no, nah, we ain't playing any. Oh, okay, I know we'll play why. Y'all. I mean, we, you know, I, I feel like we need to actively root against UIC for a couple of reasons, and but yeah, uh, but Green Bay just wasn't there, man. They just, they just weren't. They're just not very good. Yeah, so they lost by fourteen. Um, and then Milwaukee, uh, the Cream City Classic started on Saturday. Uh, they came back to win against UC Davis. Start of a very good MTE for uh, for Milwaukee. We'll get a little, we'll get into how good a little later on, uh, momentarily at least. But yeah, um, the last uh, great, uh, I believe the uh, last shot was a Sports Center top ten. Justin Thomas. I don't know what UC Davis was thinking when they poked the ball out, and they must have punched the ball out. And thinking that nobody was where the where the ball was heading, it had it it landed in Josh Thomas's hands, and he shot the three pointer. It was good. They did the review. It was good. You could tell it was good. It know, was good before the. It was good. It was good before the buzzer started, and it was yeah. That was they Milwaukee needed that win, especially after losing to especially after losing to uh, to, to St. Thomas. So, started, like you said, in that Cream City uh, MTE, they they started on a run there. They're starting to cook. They're starting to heat up, um, which carried forward into uh, into their game against Boston University, which wasn't even really. Man, they they destroyed Boston University. They they, put it only, they really did. It was it was really yeah. It was they they looked like they were having some fun in that game. <laughs> they looked like they were definitely having some fun in that game. The team that's coming together, though, and you know, you can see Bart Lundy. Bart Lundy is a good basketball coach, and he's getting his the best out of his team right now. Absolutely, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I mean, um, I, maybe it's a little premature, but maybe the uh, it seems like the uh, the Bart Lundy magic is there. It might be. Yeah. Um, Northern Kentucky had a scare. That again, I, I mean, they're not, they're not in a great shape right now, but I feel like they should have been able to pretty much take it to Tennessee tech. 
which they finally got around to in double overtime. That was hell. Yeah, I mean, it only took two extra frames and 45 points from Marquez Warwick. You know what's more impressive than the 45 from from Warwick? What would that be? Uh, Chris Brandon with his 19 boards. Yes. Well, you know what? And again, do you you see why Chris Brandon is the is their main guy in the middle? And this is also obviously this is it, it's pretty clear to me. I would have loved to see Chris Brandon and, and Adrian Nelson exist in the same space together, but I understand why they don't. I don't know that they can. Yeah. I don't know if they. I understand why it couldn't. It wasn't possible. But you know I, what? We get to watch them play against each other now. Oh, yes. And that's going to be great. I'm looking forward to that. I hope and, there's a little bit of bad blood there. Like, not enough. Not a ton. But just just that little bit of an edge. Like, oh, I can't wait for it. Yeah. So, by the way, Marquez works 45. The most Northern Kentucky uh, – the most points by a Northern Kentucky player in the Division One era. The most. I wish I knew where it landed in the, uh, the most uh, period for the Horizon League because I don't know. So – I guess we'll figure that one out later. I'm sure it's right below one of Antoine's games, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Do not doubt it. But yeah, 45 points from him. And he, they needed every single one of those points. They did. Um, hopefully this gets them off the schneid. Because they, 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 they have not fared very well the last... You know, the four losses they've had, um, you know, especially the, the opener to Kent State... Again, very good Kent State team, uh, and a very good Toledo team. But again, when you are one of the, you know, when the expectations are as high as we believe they should be, yeah, that's we're looking for that. We're looking for we're we expect more, and I'm sure Northern Kentucky fans expect more. So I'm glad they got the middle win out of that. That would have been a bad, bad loss. Yeah, you know what was a bad loss. Another Oakland loss in the Bahamas. And again, another revenge game. Here was Keaton Hervey up against his old old, uh, old school at Missouri State. And, Ugh. I mean, he put up 24. He did his point. He did his part. He did his, yeah, exactly. He did his part. Um, again, man, uh, yeah, they got to find, they got to, they need some help. They really do. They need to get healthy. They, you know, they need to, they, they need, a, I mean, if, I mean, Jalen's hurt, you, Rockets hurt. I mean, somebody else has got to step up. If you haven't seen, read my article because there's a quote from Greg Campion that pretty much explains where they're at and what they need to do. Indeed, yes. Go to HorizonRoundtable.com. Yeah, uh, Matt outsourced his uh, Matt crowdsourced his uh, his article on Oakland this week. That's a damn he, good article. It really was because he got like he got like. He got like uh, tweets from a bunch of different people, and then one from Greg Campy. Just okay. <laughs> yeah, great article. But uh, Greg Campy lays out where Oakland's at right now, real well. Yeah. So yeah, we had one more on the. We actually had one more on Sunday. Well, we had Purdue four-way destroying Bluffton. No surprise there. Yeah. And great. then we had Robert Morris uh, lose to South Alabama. Boo. So again, empty. Oakland came up empty. Robert Morris came up empty. I, I hope that Oakland at least had a great time in the Bahamas and they uh, found some great team bonding and chemistry to build for the future because they didn't get much else out of that tournament. That was rough. Yeah, that was. But man, I mean, yeah, this it's 
it's not looking good for them. And then again, they have the you know they have this week to come the the first. Uh, couple of uh, conference games and if they you know they're not they're not healthy they're dinged up uh it's i don't know it's gonna be an interesting one um, well, let's let's knock out our our last game from our last game one. which is semo versus milwaukee and milwaukee milwaukee rolled again did their job absolutely yeah and again you see with milwaukee it's always somebody new every time you know sometimes it's justin thomas sometimes it's uh ahmad rand this week, this game, it was uh, it was BJ Freeman got twenty three points. And it's I you know when you look at what Bart Lundy he's got it set up where any one of these guys can go off at any point in time. You know who so, it's yeah. not? It's never Vin Baker Jr. I we, we missed on that one. I missed on that one. I guess it can't be a we. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna own it. Mark Katz missed on that one. From he started, Lindy. started us on the on the. Was it Lindy's? Wrong direction. It was Lindy's, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, I think it was Lindy's. Yeah, you missed, dude. Bad. I, missed. I followed his. I followed him on it. Follow the Horizon League more. Listen to this podcast. You might learn something, sir. Well, here we are. We got through this long week. That was a lot of basketball in that week, which is great. But what we're looking at here. Such a re- mixed bag, though, man. <laughs> it's like holy crap. So it looked like, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean. Wright State did okay besides did okay besides that uh, clunker against CC Davis. Um, Milwaukee rolled. Cleveland State did well. Everybody else kind of laid an egg. Well, that leaves us. We're getting Thursday. We've got, oh. got conference games. Let's let us let us let's re or let's uh, preview these in like. All right, minutes. Milwaukee Green Bay. That one's gonna be a bloodbath. <laughs> Yeah. With helmet, with whatever, with what, with what Bart Lundy could potentially have, with whoever wants to step up for Bart Lundy, and it could be anybody. Again, anybody from Justin Thomas or Jamison Stewart, Rand, B.J. Freeman, Kentrell Pulliam. I mean, and then you turn over to Green Bay. You better hope that Cade Meyer does something. Does something. Can I tell you which game I'm most excited about on Thursday? What would that be? The one that we kind of referenced earlier, but glanced over. But here we are yet again. We've got Youngstown State coming to Northern Kentucky. Ooh, the yes, that one's Adrian, gonna be Adrian cool. Nelson makes his return to Northern Kentucky. The that first is, game and of the that, conference. And by play. the way, that that does have some. That definitely does have some implications because you have two teams that you know. We we talked at at, at the beginning of the season about these top five teams. Oakland has kind of fell off a little bit. It's conference now, conference I mean, time. Yeah, it's Another conference count. time though. But yeah, yeah, that's gonna be a good one. Um, and yeah. by the way, we should we should not discount the fact that uh, Purdue Fort Wayne is playing uh, Detroit Mercy. Uh, in all likelihood, that will probably be the unless something unless uh, unless uh, Purdue Fort Wayne somehow uh, stymies uh, Antoine Davis. Antoine Davis will probably uh, reach the uh, Horizon League. Uh, will surpass Alfred Hughes as the all-time leading scorer in Horizon League history. How many? How many does he need? He needs Maybe? 18. Yeah. He needs oh, 18. Yeah. Well, he only got 15 against Washington State, so who knows? I, I'm guessing he might do a little better. Yeah, but Purdue Fort Wayne plays up tempo. Detroit Mercy that's going to be a lot of scoring in that game, and I think oh yeah, I'm going to put up 30. Yes. Really? Okay. I yep. would. I. Uh, it's yeah. I think it's. 
I think I, I would agree with you. I think it's going to be a pretty high-scoring affair. Detroit Mercy still needs to find somebody else besides Jaden Stone to step up. Because Jaden Stone will get his points, too, but somebody else has got to as well. It's going to be Gerald Lydell. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're still hang, clinging on to that one, aren't we? I'm not. Um, so then outside of that, we've got uh, Robert Morris at Wright State. I, I don't think that one's going to be as great a game as I wish it was. No. And then we have Oakland and Cleveland State. Oakland's dinged up. Cleveland State's got the defense going on for them. I don't know. I don't know. If Oakland, oh, we saw it on Oakland's one good win this year over, um, over Eastern. They shot well right out of the gate. So if they can come in and start shooting and seeing some stuff fall, they've got a shot. Otherwise, if they've got to grind this out, no chance. Although uh, I love the uh, Trey Townsend, uh, Spider Johnson. Uh, matchup that we're gonna see. Ooh, that's gonna be good. Uh, you know what? That may that may switch around. It may be Trey Tom's Trey Townsend, Spider Johnson, and maybe switch up Trey Townsend, Tristan, and Arena from time to time too. Townsend's been playing the five, and you know what? He's been eating people alive down there. He's he's a weird six six at two thirty. He's tough. He, he's he's been enjoying that. And and Spider's been having some foul issues too. So I'm gonna be interested in seeing that. I I don't know if that's gonna. I don't know how that's gonna work out for him. Yeah, because otherwise, if otherwise Spider's going to be floating around the perimeter on like Hervey or somebody, and I don't think that's where you want Spider. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that plays. You know, it's it's kind of well. No, they're probably no. They'll, they'll put uh, they'll put Tay Williams on Keaton Hervey. Okay. It'll be Kay Williams, who also is six seven, by the way. So that's it. That one's going to be the matchup. Tay Tay Williams on Keaton Hervey. That ought to be good. It'll be fun. I mean, you know what? Conference conference time is here. You know, we get just a we get what two games get, of it, and then everyone runs away back to doing weird non-conference. Get your split stuff. screens ready on Thursday because it's coming. It's coming. I'm super excited for that Youngstown State Northern Kentucky game. That's where I'm going to be watching first. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Well, unfortunately, we're going to have to watch all these simultaneously. We got they've got four games that start at seven. Oh my God, killing me. That's okay. We got this. Yeah, we're yeah. So we're gonna we're both gonna have to split screen. Youngstown, we're going to have to split screen Youngstown State, Northern Kentucky, because that's one's going to be a barn burner bet. We're going to both split screen Oakland and Cleveland State for obvious reasons. And then we got to keep an eye on Detroit Mercy and Purdue Fort Wayne because, you know, in the, you know, once uh, you know, Antoine hits his points, we got to, like, say something about it. So, yeah. Got to at least acknowledge it. Well, of course, we got to acknowledge it. So, yeah, that's going to be a, yeah. Thursday you know is what? Be IUPUI a... is not going to lose on Thursday, so that's a good day. Good for them. Way to go, guys. Like that. Well, Bob, All I right. think we made it. We we got through the crazy week of basketball, and now we get some conference basketball, which means there's less games, which means we can actually spend some more time talking about them next Absolutely, week. Absolutely, which is going to be great. And by the way, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we will we will definitely talk about them then next Sunday, next week, probably. Sunday probably. Probably um, seems well because right. I'm, yeah because you know because you know because the the Monday game is IUPUI in Green Bay and it's a little kids game and they're going to play at noon. You know what? I think that was going to be a standalone on their own. So anyway, uh, yeah, HorizonTheRoundTable.com. You can pull us up. Hey, we got articles coming out this week. A whole bunch of them this week too. By the way, read my article. It was great. Read Proud yeah. Of that one. Matt, Matt posted, Al Quaid posted, Scott Meyer posted. He's lamenting very sadly. Um, yeah, definitely. RiseOfTheRoundTable.com. That's where our articles and uh, content are. Uh, you can pull us up wherever podcasts are found. And, of course, you can pull us up on your uh, Amazon or Google devices. So tune in next week. We are full on into the conference season, at least for this weekend. Until then, thank you all for listening.